0: Hello and welcome to the Midweeks with Pastor Rob. It's Romans times again. I am going to be talking about the second half of Romans chapter 5 today. So far in Romans we have... um, been learning from the Apostle Paul about the glory of the gospel that we're made right with God through faith and he starts us off in chapter 1 and two by talking about how desperate and hopeless the human situation is because of sin we have rebelled against God we're under his judgment and our pride over other people's sin doesn't save us as well as even having the law doesn't save us if we have sin we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God and we need a rescuer and so Paul in chapter 3 talks about how God has has um, done it he saved us by giving us the gift of righteousness through faith in his son Jesus and particularly in his blood that was given as a sacrifice for sin on our behalf and then in chapter four he talked about how um, the life of Abraham is an example from the law of how faith led to righteousness or how Abraham was declared righteous by faith, even in the Old Testament time. And then talking about in the beginning half of Romans chapter 5, how we have peace and joy in God because of the gift of righteousness through um, Jesus. And we talked about the three kinds of joy. Sorry, Paul talks about three kinds of joy. Joy in the hope of the glory of God, joy in our sufferings, and joy in God himself. Now what Paul does in the second half of Romans chapter 5 is he wants to start introducing kind of a new concept because so far this has been very positional, right? Are you under God's wrath or are you declared righteous by him. What's your position? And our, this is important in our position of righteous or unrighteous changes by faith. But Paul wants to begin to talk about how God actually deals with sin in someone's life. And he wants to start off by talking about how uh, more happens to a believer when we come to Jesus than just being declared righteous. We actually get a new nature. And so the second half of Romans chapter 5 is talking about this this either or um, kind of being that we are. Are we either in Adam or are we in Christ? And so this is the beginning half of the second half, the beginning part of the second half of Romans chapter 5. It says, verse 12, Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man, and death through sin, so death spread to all men because all sinned. For indeed, Sin was in the world before the law was given, but sin was not counted where there was no law. Yet death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those whose sinning was not like the transgression of Adam, who was the type of one who was to come. Okay, so this is the first situation. He, are you in Adam? Adam sinned, and he brought the entire human race into death through his sin. And so all of us, in one sense, are considered sinners in Adam because he is our head and our Lord, or our Father, um, And wherever people were dying, they were under sin. And so this is like the one option. And now here's the other option. But the free gift is not like the trespass. For if many die through one man's trespass, much more have the grace of God and the free gift by grace of that one man, Jesus Christ, abounded for the many. And he goes on from there. So that he eventually says in verse 17, if because of one man's trespass, death reigned through the one man, much more will those who receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. And he continues on from there. And So what's going on in the second half of Romans 5 is Paul is beginning to help us understand the world in a new way. He says um, there, are, there are two Adams. There's the old Adam who sinned and through his sin brought all of his descendants into sin and death. And now there's a new Adam, Jesus Christ, who through his obedience, particularly his obedience by being willing to go to the cross, through his obedience, he has brought righteousness for his people. He's a new Adam, and through faith, this is kind of the implications. through faith we are transferred from being in the old Adam to being in the new Adam, from being in the Adam of death and sin, whether or not the law is there or not, um, people sinned and people died. We're brought from Adam into the new Adam, into Christ, and we reign through the gift of grace and in righteousness. And this is going to be really important as um, Paul goes on. Now, what, how I understand it is Paul is wants to really deal with the question of what about sin? What about sin in the world and what about sin in the life of believers? Okay, so it's great if you believe in Jesus and God declares you just and righteous, but most Christians really hunger and thirst to be freer from their sins. Their sin bugged them, their sins get at them. They sometimes feel guilty. Sometimes they feel frustrated. They don't like hurting God or other people. So what does the gospel do for human sin? And Paul's beginning to work on that question. By saying, we celebrate in God. We celebrate God because he is giving us a new way. We aren't stuck as mere children of Adam, stuck in sin and death. Now we are transferred into Christ, who is the one that through obedience has brought grace and righteousness. And this can be really important as we start in chapter 6 talking about sin and whether or not we should continue to sin and whether or not sin has power over us. And Paul's answer is going to be, no, You've been baptized, so you have died with Christ, and you've been raised, so you've been raised with Christ. You're in Christ. You're one with Christ. And so this is, I understand, is why this section of Scripture is really important. Paul is beginning to tell us that when we came to Jesus in faith, or all the stuff that God did to us that produced our faith, however you want to look at it, it's more than just a positional, like, checking, erasing the box that says wicked, and checking the box that says righteous. We are in a new creation. We are in Jesus now. We're no longer um, stuck in Adam, in his sin, in his death. We are now in Christ, in his righteousness, and in his eternal life. And there's implications that are going to be unpacked for chapter 6, chapter 7, and chapter 8. So Christian, think about this. You are not who you were. Every single person is born in Adam. And because they're born in Adam, they're born into his guilt as a sinner, and they're born into the death that was promised for Adam and his race. But through faith, and by the grace of God, you're transferred from being in Adam to being in Christ, who has already died and risen again, and you in him. So you are a new creation, and a day is coming when that transformation will be complete, when we'll get our new resurrected bodies that are just not the kind of body we have now. But this is who you are. You are no longer stuck in Adam. You are now in Christ, and there are big implications for what this means in your life for holiness, in your life pleasing God, in your life in the Spirit, which is what we'll talk about in weeks to come.